Hi, welcome to podcast number two for the Homeless Hoodings. Today we're going to be talking about the characterization in the girl with the blue jacket. Did you say? Okay. The girl with the blue coat, I'm sorry. <coughs> for our first character that we'll be talking about this week, we will be... Eugene, stop dabbing. For the first <laughs> character we'll be talking about this week, we'll be talking about um, the main character. Hanukkah? Ha- Hanukkah. How would you describe Hanukkah? I think she's a risk taker because she's working for the black market mm-hmm. and she knows that if she gets caught she can either be executed or she can be sent to the concentration camps and also her family could be at risk as well. She's also very cautious. She also um, watches every move that she's about to make. She thinks about it perpetually to make sure that she doesn't get caught in her actions, which is really essential in the, for what she's doing in the black market and um, in the time period she's in right yeah. now. Also, um, Hanukkah uh, is mostly damaged due to um, her boyfriend, Boss, as he's nicknamed, being taken away from... Um, being taken away from the uh, Nazis during the war. And uh, apparently he's trying to cope for this through um, helping others um, sneak in on the black market by also feeding her family too. And after that entire um, trial, it has dramatically changed her to become more selfish, cold-hearted. But she's slowly opening up as she's joining the resistance with Ollie and... um, Ollie Judith, um, Ollie Judith, her friend Mina, and also, um, I'm sorry, I'm struggling to figure, to remember their names. It was, Edith? No, it was Judith, it was Mina, it was also Oli- Oliver, or Ollie, um, and it was also another boy, but I couldn't, can't remember his name right now, but yeah, and she's joining the resistance with him. Yeah. Um. Uh, At first, she didn't want anything to do with resistance. She was like, no, I'm only in here for myself. But as she slowly gets more to learn more about some of the Nazis' atrocities, such as the chapel, mm-hmm. where people were all trapped in there, didn't have any plumbing, barely had any food or water, and were just trying to smuggle out letters to their loved ones, or mm-hmm. the baby, um, the child trafficking, where they like sent off baby to prevent them from being taken by the Nazis as well. Yeah, and I was very surprised that, that was, Judith participated yeah, in those I was activities. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. And then the fact that um, because of that, she's getting like the well, she's getting transported to like the concentration camp. Exactly. It's kind of sad. But, like it, I feel like it's kind of karma as well because like she was doing something she shouldn't have been doing. And, I mean. Technically, she was trying to give these children new homes so they wouldn't be, like, captured and registered. I'm sorry. I feel like... So, it wasn't kind of like she was just selling them off for profit. Yeah, but it's still kind of legal. Yeah, but... You gotta do the best in hard times. I feel like she's gonna make it out, though, because she is that risk taker. She thinks about it. Uh, She thinks about every decision she's gonna make, Uh and she just has that drive to go forward in what she's doing. So, what, yeah. what do you guys think about Oliver? Ollie, you mean Bass 2.0? Yeah, <laughs> better his, Bass. His brother, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Ollie. <laughs> Ollie is um the foil character to Boss, and Boss never makes an appearance in the story, and we only hear about him from Hanaki and Oliver. Hanaka's point of view. Hanaka's point of view, and Ollie's point of view sometimes, but mm-hmm. he's basically the foil to Ollie. Um, Boss was like let loose, more social, chatty. Ollie's more of a rule follower. He's also kind of controlling. Too. Yeah, he's very controlling. He's a rule follower. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably mentioned. why uh, she liked him so much because she. Um, grab it's okay. Nice. Going back to to um, Hanukkah and uh, uh, Bass, I feel like boss. her boss. Um, a characteristic of Hanukkah is she. Um, she often <laughs> 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 sorry. She often feels like um, everything's her fault with Bass's death. Cause you notice how at the end of chapter chapter fifteen, she's like, "It's my fault that Bass died. It's yeah. like he should have, like he should have lived. Like he shouldn't have fallen for me." Yeah. And she's she's still very emotionally damaged. Like she even mentioned yeah. like um, going back to like a little bit to our first podcast with Seventh and Centuries. Remember the flick and light detail he was talking about? Mm-hmm. How, like, um, the entire room is dark. Like, let's say there was a powder outage, the entire room is dark. Mm-hmm. The entire room being dark would be um, Boss's death. That's when you immediately notice what's wrong. Mm-hmm. But when the light flickers, you notice, like, the, the, the moldy rugs, the table's undone, the dishes are dirty. That's how the other details in his life. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a sad feeling to understand, like, how truly the war, the war effort came from um, the citizens' point of view. Mm. How do you think um, the setting affects the characteristics of characters in the story? Well, I think, I think being oppressed by an entire tyrannical government kind of puts a damper on things. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Mm. Also, it makes you more quiet. I feel like characters that would have had a lot more expression were sort of like silence, you know, like Jada said. Yeah. Because you, you can't really do anything, anything that, you know, expressive. Because if you do mess up, they're, it's they're not you, they're gonna yeah, come. That's your life right there. Yeah. Literally a lifeline. Like. Pretty much. <laughs> Boss. Um. How does he? How does the author characterize um, um, some of the more main characters? Would you think? Like, how do you describe them? Would he describe them? Does he make them like more eccentric, or down to earth? Or does he put them like in a third person, strictly point of view? That's a tough question. Do you feel like you can actually be, visualize yourself chatting with the characters in real life, or does he put them in a more third-person historical point of view? I can visualize myself talking to um, Oliver, or Ollie. I keep calling him Oliver because that's his name. Like, I don't think I could be friends with him for too long because he's like a he's controlling. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I can't deal with controlling people. I mean, and obviously my parents are controlling I mean, I can do that. But, <laughs> but like, too heavy for <laughs> I feel like he'd be like, he'd be like, we can't do this or we can't do that. Like, we have to follow this. We gotta follow the rules. Yeah. And like, be, um, Stop live in like a uniform way. And I'd be like, you mean, <laughs> or not Dater. live, or, you know, just, yeah. Uniform way. <laughs> it has to be this, it can't be that. Yeah. What do you mean we have two eggs? I just wanted one. Yeah, like I'm not a good so. Yeah. Yeah. What about Haniki? How would you feel? 
talking to her. Um, to be honest, if I were to be friends with uh, Hanukkah, I probably wouldn't trust her as much as I trust the other characters. Um, reasons why is because Hanukkah is like, um, she works for the black market, she's lying to her parents, so she, if she can lie to her parents, then she can lie to me, so she's kind of untrustworthy. Well, you know what I mean? to be but honest... She's still a nice person, it's just that aspect is just, yeah. I mean, in all fairness, she wasn't like this, as you can tell, before the war. She was a lot more carefree and open and, like, cheerful, and she didn't have much worries. She was also, like, she was also similar to that girl in the blue coat, remember? Yeah, she, she was, like, studying and was, like, whatever. They were always dating with boss and giggling, like, mm-hmm. typical um, teenagers, but... The war completely changed that point of view because they had to fight for their lives, and it's kind of like more survival of the fittest, as I would say. Yeah. I agree with you. We're not seeing like the best of their characters. We're seeing kind of the what worst. they need, the, worst the desperate them, yeah. side. But um, also, Hanukkah is um, very clever because you saw how she managed to um, figure out how the girl, Mirjam, got out. The the girl in the blue coat. She managed to close the door from the outside and lock it, and so that way it didn't seem like she escaped through the back door. Yeah, I thought that was very clever. That was and pretty clever. She, That's some deductive reasoning right there. Yeah, and how Miss Jansen, she could um, see the initials of um, Mary Jim uh, on the jar. So that, that was cool. That was pretty cool. But, yeah. Um. Do you, do you think she's going to find Mary Jim in, like, the next two chapters, and it's just going to, like... Be him afraid for the Nazis. Like. Yeah, like trying to get her back I mean, or get like, her to a safe place. Maybe. What do you think's gonna happen to like uh, Judith? Do you think he's coming back? Do you think she's dead? Do you think she's gonna become like a Nazi character when she comes back? I think she's gonna die. Uh, I, I can't think she's gonna die because I already read most of it. Yeah, you read the whole book. Right? Yeah, you read the whole book, Eugene. I don't want to say anything. I might jeopardize the enjoyment of this yeah, book. But I think maybe Judith is gonna probably come back either brainwashed, emotionally damaged, or she's going to become, like, she's going to have to, like, become part of the Nazi group. Mm. She's going to become, like, their little mold, or rat mold, or something. Yeah. Because brainwashing was one of the biggest aspects of the Nazis in the war, apparently. Mm. Protected everyone. What do you think will happen to the girl in the blue coat? Do you think she'll make it back safely? Mirjam? Yeah, Mirjam. Mirjam? Um... I don't know, actually. I don't know. It's too, it's too early to predict what's going to happen to her because we haven't really met her yet and I don't know what she's like. And like I think, personally, she, from the little bits and pieces we get about the grades, I think she might make it back, but then something track is going to happen along the way and they're screwed up. Like, a bad interaction with a soldier or something. Maybe, really possibly. Bad. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Oh, Miss Hoodlum's out!